This is the All I Need Skate Podcast. If you enjoy the podcast, please let us know by subscribing, liking, and sharing an episode. Check out allineedskate.com for epic skate videos of the crew, our skateboards, and apparel. you are watching this live stream i ask that you maybe write a comment in the chat section make a friend in the chat section maybe bring up a topic or if you have questions something in the chat stream would be dope i'll even say hello in there now leave a topic or question let's see Last thing I was up to was I went, we did a fundraiser. We started a nonprofit. That's what's new with me is we started a nonprofit to help raise money for the Foxborough Skate Park. Oh, dude, Talon in the building. What up, Talon? Got any topics or questions? Leave it in this little chat box and I will definitely answer. Oh, he's got one, dude. Talon says, Worst skate injury you've had. Okay, you've opened up Pandora's box, young Talon. For people out there that that um, don't know Talon, let me just first describe Talon. Talon is a G with capital G. I don't think there's anyone quite like Talon. I've only met one of him. No one's very, no one's even close to him. But a solid human. Who shreds too? Skates his own way too. He's he's not like a copy of anyone. He just does his own thing, which is epic. Um, my worst skate injury. I've had so many. I've been skating for over a quarter of a century, so over twenty five years. So I've been down that road. I've chipped my tooth, my front tooth. That sucked. I split the back of my head open a few times, and I had staples in there. If you could see it, can't really see it right now. But, um, yeah, in the staples, dude, what was gnarly, what happened with the staples is you're supposed to go to the doctors and they're supposed to pull the staples out. But I didn't want to go to the doctors because I don't really like the doctor. So I had my sister pull the staples out. And that was a mistake because the staples, they go across and then they go in and they, they tuck in like that. So you're supposed to go and get like a thing to push in the middle so it opens them and then you pull them out. We just pulled them out and ripped out like a chunk of my head, basically. I had my sister do it. She was a G about it. And I just kind of like took it, you know, but that's not my worst. The worst is probably my ACL. I tore my ACL in New Bedford Talon at the DIY park. There's like a big 12 stair or I think it's 12 stair, maybe 13. And I was trying to kickflip those stairs and I was about 15, 16 years old. And I just landed weird on my leg and like stiff legged my, my whole leg, my front leg. And I felt like a pop and a tear, and it just swelled up like crazy. And uh, I never got it fixed. I didn't go to the doctors. I did the worst thing you you could do, basically, is not. I just I just didn't go to the doctors, didn't get my knee checked out, so ever, for a long time, actually. So I just had, um. oh, dude, shout out to everyone who hit the thumbs up. If you're watching this live stream, hit that thumbs up. Share this stream somehow. That would be epic. Help spread the all I need out there man that would really help our cause and help us move some skateboards and apparel um town rights hell yeah i remember you telling us about that that's pretty bad yeah so i tore my knee in new bedford under the bridge 
Yeah, hell yeah. Shout out to the people hitting those thumbs up. My geez. Make friends in the comment section too. I'll see you guys out there. T-Rad, dad is in there too. I'm going to get to your question next. But I tore my left knee, ACL, never got it fixed. Just muscled through it, which was a hor horrible idea. But I had no insurance and I didn't really have – my dad passed away when I was 12. So I was like 15, 16 at that point. He wasn't telling me anything clearly. And then my mom was kind of lost and running wild and – I was living on my friend's couch, so I didn't really have parents tell me what to do. Like, go to the doctor, you know? Like, get your knee checked out because that thing swelled up like crazy, and it was brutal. Yo, again, shout out for the thumbs up. Thanks for hitting the thumbs up. Thanks for sharing the stream. Please do. Helps the movement. And, um, yeah, it just swelled up like crazy, and I just iced it, rehabbed it myself. Didn't go to the doctors till like a decade later, and then they told me my ACL was torn. And I was like, I kind of knew something was up, but I got the swelling down on my own and then I rehabbed it and I got it to be strong enough where pretty much everything I did in my skateboard career, amateur, pro, all that was with my torn ACL on my left knee, my front leg, the flicking note leg, which is so dumb. So much pain in my life because of that, you know, physical pain. Um, but yeah, I'd say that's my worst injury. And I sacked handrails, but those are survivable if your boys still work afterwards. Hell yeah, Talon. Shout out for the question. Thank you so much. Keep ripping, Talon. I can't wait for our next uh, skate session. T-Rad Dad says, what's the secret to front and back threes? Best addition to skateboarding in 20 years. Honestly, man, I, I'm not the one to ask. Dude, front threes are so hard. I can do them, but I don't ever do them like how Westgate does them or like Donnie Barley has one of the best front threes. And same with back threes. Like I can do them, but they're not by any means like one of the best back threes but the only tip i could really give you is just your body follows your eye so if you're spinning backside just keep your eyesight keep turning your head and keep looking because you're gonna it's gonna bring you around and same front side you know your body follows your eyesight so look where you're going if you're spinning shout out t-rad dad for that question my g oh excuse me need some gansett courtney Fiddler, F-I-D-L-E-R. Did you ever take a long break from skating? And yeah, I always smack that like before coming in. Uh, I mean, through injuries, they force you to take long breaks. So I've taken long breaks because of injury. But that's it. I've never taken a long break just because I was over skating. If anything, I've had the problem where I just skated too much and I couldn't take a break because I'm just like a junkie when it comes to skating. So I guess no. The longest I've ever been out of skating is because of injuries. And nowadays, like I'm 39 going on 40 now. I still skate a lot, but I film more and uh, edit a lot. Like I do a lot of stuff in skating just to keep me from destroying my body because like I still have that fire in me to like, go grind a big rail or, you know, do something crazy on my skateboard. And, but there's like diminishing returns at 40, you know, you just get hurt. You're going to be out for so long, you know? So I've tried nowadays. I'll like try to read books. I try to film, edit anything that can distract me from like really being on my board. But if it has something to do with skating and I'm doing it, like whether it's filming, editing, podcasting, talking about skating, that helps a lot because skating's still involved. So it gives me like, a feeling of like I'm involved with skating and somehow like skating growing up kept me sane. It was like my therapy and my counseling, like it is for a lot of us. 
Um, but yeah, never like a long break just because I was burnt out. Not really. Maybe like a week and then that fire comes back and it was like, I need to go fucking skate, you know? Um, T-Rad Dad. In the 90s, we were never even dreamt of spinning 360 with the board. Yeah, man. Fakey full cab is like a good one. That's one that always gets me juiced. That's a 360, you know? Um, I feel like I... Oh, dude, sorry. Oh, my God. Stuff is popping wild up here. I was going to share the stream, but it's getting crazy out here. I don't really know how to share a stream because it's my first live stream. But I'm going to try. And again, shout out to all the people out there that hits the hitting the thumbs up, that uh, share the stream. You're a G. You're helping all I need grow. Hell yeah. And that means a lot to me. So keep killing it. Um, I can't really share the stream, so I'm just not going to do it. Because I don't know how to do it yet. I'm working on it. It's my first live stream, so. Um, today's crew is crushing it. Hell yeah, shout out. Yeah, 360s are so hard on the skateboard. They take a long time. Definitely got to get your front 180s, your back 180s. Got to get that in and out, like feeling great. Fakie helps with 360s because you're spinning, you know. You're going fakie and it kind of helps bring the spin around. But just a straight front side or back side 360 is so so muscle it's all muscle basically gotta keep it spinning too talon is it true that your head is so shiny i could put a slice of cheese on it and it would completely melt in 40 seconds does it look super shiny right now god i just shaved my head today look at this i thought i looked fresh right now talon you telling me i look like a cheese head he said out in the sun uh, you probably could cook an egg on my head in the sun because it's a good flat surface. If you look at the back of my head, it looks like my mom never picked me up. My lady actually jokes about that. She's like, she's like, um, because I have like the back of my head, the top is like flat. So it looks like I just laid in a crib flat on my head like that. And I can even put like a drink. I'll try to do it for you guys, but can legitimately put a drink on my head and it lays flat. You see that? Look at ready. Shit ain't going nowhere. That gants is sitting on my flat head. Butters, kid. Butters, you know what I'm saying? Oh, dude, I'm liking this live stream. Talon says, yeah, it looks great. Come on, bro. I know I look fresh, bro. Just JK, JK. <clears throat> I look all right. Depends on the day. I cleaned up today, so I feel fresh, you know? All right. I'll keep looking for questions, so if you have more questions or any topics, any skate gossip or talk topics that you want to chime in on the live stream, definitely in the chat handle that. That would be sick. But I'm going to go back to we started a, um, a nonprofit to raise funds for the Foxborough Mass Skate Park, and I'm really stoked on that. We got like a lot of talented people involved. We got people from the rec department. We got the Cahills who own um, – a landscaping company. We got some BMXers that are passionate. Amanda and Paul. Paul works at the Edge. That are passionate about the Foxborough Park because it's their local, and we're trying to raise funds for this skate park, man. And we're we're close to thirty grand, man. I know we're shooting for like two hundred thousand plus. I think it's two hundred twenty thousand dollars to rebuild the whole park, repave it. The park is just falling apart, man. 
like they keep having to close it because it's metal ramps and it's rusted and the interior is falling apart and like there's metal shards sticking up and people get hurt so they keep shutting it down like right now the foxborough park is closed but it's gonna be open next week i think so I see people tuning into the live stream. Make sure you hit the chat with a topic or a question or some skate gossip or something we should discuss. Um, but yeah, I'm just super stoked on this uh, this fundraising effort we're doing. You know, we raised almost 30 grand. We did a skate event where all the people that entered their entry fees went towards the nonprofit. We raised $1,000. And then last weekend, we went to... Um, Founders Day Parade, which is in Foxborough. They do it every year usually. And uh, I sold all I need merch and uh, all the profits went towards the the fundraiser and we raised $1,200, which was epic. So many people were stoked and supporting the cause. That was such a trip, man. And it's a, it's a, I, I didn't realize how much effort went into these things. I've, I've helped out in the past with skate parks, but we were like the first one we formed this nonprofit, you know, so it's all on our shoulders. So it's, it's a lot of work, but we've had so many meetings and we got a lot of passionate, cool people involved. So it's so cool that it's working out, man. Really stoked on it, but it's saved the Foxborough skate park. Courtney Fiddler says, hell yeah, that's awesome. I'm close to that, but they've been closed. Yeah, Courtney, like, like I said, I think it's going to be open this week. They were waiting on some signs that basically just say ride at your own risk. And we had to make some repairs. We took some of the money we raised and we fixed the ramps to the best we could. You know, that really the park just needs to be redone completely. It's fucking falling apart. I took my niece there and she didn't even want to skate. They hurt her feet so bad. Robert McSweenan enters the live stream. He says, uh, McSween, sorry, says, what's up, Ant? What up, Robert? Um, if you're in the chat, all I ask is that you hit the thumbs up, maybe share the stream if you can on Facebook or wherever you know how to share the stream. And you just, the thing I demand is that you got to ask a question or leave a topic or some skate gossip or something along the lines to keep the conversation moving. That'd be epic. Accordingly, please try to go to the Foxborough this week because it's going to be dope. Um, T-Rad writes, T-Rad Dad writes, good on you for keeping an East Coast scene for the new blood. Respect. I do my hardest with all I need to bring up the young, the young bucks, man, because, you know, it's like, like, it's so sick. I bought a minivan so I could just load it up with the homies and go on trips. And I've been taking like all the groms with me, all the young kids, because I know they never been to all these parks or they'd never been on a long skate trip to somewhere without their parents. So I just load them up in the van. We hit Cracker Barrel get all full on food we hit new parks like it's cool to watch them all like hang out together and figure out who they are and listen to wu-tang and shit it's fucking the best thing ever to be honest um yeah man i i feel it's my obligation like i've been pro for a long time and i started a skateboard company and i feel very fortunate and i realized that if i don't help those that are coming up behind me then who's there to help push this push us up further and do more things you know you need to build up the the next generation of talented skaters and try to help them progress faster than I was able to, you know? Because when I was sponsored, there was a lot of people behind the scenes helping me. You know, we had the filmers, we had the team managers, we had the people working in the company, shipping all the stuff, doing all the emails. Like now I try to do all that for, you know, the young bucks and the homies that ride for the team, the older guys, the pros and the AMs as well, not just the flow team, you know? 
Um, yo, T. Rad, thanks for noticing, man, and, and mentioning that. That that's so cool. Um, Corbin Bowen, shout out. He says, "Sup, buddy? Hope you're doing good. East Coast represent. Amen to that, my dude. We in Massachusetts right now. East Coast." Um, Courtney Fiddler says, "Sweet. Hopefully they open it because there's no one, nowhere to skate out here." Nah, I feel you. It's opening this week. I'm pretty positive. Robert says, "That's awesome. What you do with the kids, bro? Yeah, I post all the videos on on the YouTube. I have a bunch of footage, man. We've been to so many parks this summer already with Chloe and." Anders and Thomas and Talon. We just load up that van. We hit so many new parks. I got footage from Sandwich Park that I got to edit. We went to Willimantic in Connecticut. I got to edit that footage as well. So that's pretty dope. Um, But yeah, we got a lot of clips coming sooner than later. For sure. Corbin Bowman says, do you fingerboard? He, 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 he. Um, I don't like regularly, I don't fingerboard on the regs, but last trip I did with the Groms in the van, someone brought a fingerboard and I actually was pretty nice with it. I think Elijah left his, uh, fingerboard ramp though at Cracker Barrel because his dad hit me up after like, yo, do you see it in the van? I didn't see it in the van. And I remember he brought it into Cracker Barrel because that's where I was fingerboarding. I was like, I actually could do like tray flips. And I can't really ollie with a fingerboard because you got to like really spend a lot of time trying to get that ollie down on a fingerboard. Just like a skateboard, I guess. Uh, fingerboarding looks sick. Seems fun. But it is hard. Really hard. When people are good at it in person, it always blows my mind. If you're looking for like a cool fingerboard um, company, look look at Devise Fingerboard. For uh, Devise Fingerboards. That's uh, my homie Stefan's fingerboard company. And he makes these sick skateboards, fingerboards out of wood. And he he makes the molds and presses the, the veneers together and everything. Just like a real skateboard, but miniature. It's so cool, man. And they make sick-ass videos with their fingerboard. And they had, like, fingerboard, and they had, like, a replica of, like, El Toro, a 20 stair. And they would, like, they, they came to Skater's Edge one time, and they set up a whole fingerboard park in the skate park. And it was like multiple different parks. It was so crazy. And all these people came just to fingerboard and use the ramps. Thought that was sick. <clears throat> okay, live chat. That's awesome. Thanks. Do you fingerboard? Robert says, I watch as many as your videos as I can. Thanks, Robert. Appreciate that. Thanks for the thumbs up, too, and the sharing of the stream. So cool. Um, T-Rad Dad says, we had very little infrastructure on the East Coast in my heyday. Yeah, dude, it's amazing how many skate parks are popping up on the East Coast. Because same for me, man. I'm about to be 40. I'll be 40 in November. And literally, we just had these prefab parks that would just get worse and worse. Because every winter would just, like, create the bigger cracks. And every quarter pipe had cracks in front of them. So you're trying to ride up the quarter pipe. And you're like, oh, I hit a fucking speed bump. And then everything just got rustier. Or, like, the ground got more cheese gratery. East Coast was hurting for a long time, but now we got some like California type parks out here. I just went to that sandwich park and that thing reminds me of a California park, you know? Uh, we got a lot of good parks now, but that Foxborough one that we're raising funds for is falling apart. It is horrible, man. I, I'm, I cannot wait till we raise the funds for that and redo that whole thing. It's going to be sick. I even was able to design a little 
part for skateboarders because love that park is big trannies and fly boxes it's like a bmx park but it's still fun on a skateboard don't get me wrong but uh, i designed a whole little street like section for the skateboarding it's small low impact super fun it's got the basics it's going to be a nice addition once we raise all the funds you know but yeah dude back in the day east coast no parks man i used to watch all the forum ones and i would look at thrasher and Transworld, and i'm like damn if that park was here man it's amazing how much stuff you can learn at skate parks you know when you don't have it you're just out there in the streets just kicking your board around on rough ground and but you go to a perfect skate park you have one near you you can learn like every trick man i i learned on like some rough ass parks but it really helped progress my skating skate park save so that's why we try to do it. We try to get more skate parks, raise them up, you know? That's the that's the move, my dude. All right, back to the live stream. What up, people in the live stream? It's live in the live stream. We doing it. Thanks for uh, the thumbs up, dudes. Thanks for sharing the stream. Thanks for the comments. If you're in here, you got to leave a comment. You got to engage in the live stream. That's the only thing. Um, let's see. Robert says, I'm liking the new art on the tees, the direct garment stuff. Robert, thank you, my G. Those are available on our online store right now. I actually just had some inventory printed up. They're looking so sick, man. And thanks for that, man. I appreciate you uh appreciating the all I need apparel. I got an all I need tee on too. But yeah, the direct to garment stuff is super fun. I just got one of those DTG printers, and it's a uh, really fun to like take something with tons of colors and be able to fill out the shirt on it. It looks so epic. We did the Chloe Bird T-shirt. We did um the Imagine T-shirt with the balloons and the skateboard tied to it. Um, we got more designs coming too in the future. I'm working on the next drop. We just sold through so much apparel at that um fundraiser for the Foxborough Founders Day. I'm getting low on stuff right now. I'm like, I ran out of sizes. I realized I had way too many mediums. I was stacked on mediums, but luckily they sold at the in-person. Like a lot of people bought the mediums. I think because in person you can feel like I don't skimp on the apparel. I spend top dollars. I'll get the best t-shirt instead of trying to buy like a cheap one just to get, make more profit. I much rather buy like spend the money and get a really nice t-shirt. Cause I know once you buy the t-shirt, you're going to be like, damn, this is, this is one of my favorite t-shirts, you know, because the quality is there. I think that really separates like a good brand from a uh, great brand from a shitty brand, you know. It's like people cut corners. It's like I know what a good t-shirt is. I have t-shirts for, for years because I love them, you know, the way they fit, the way they – when they dry, they don't shrink too much. They just have a certain feel and they last forever. But thanks for that, man. Yeah, I'm stoked on that direct-to-garment printer. It's so fun to mess with, man. It's like literally you can take this. If I took this, I could put this on a T-shirt, you know, which is usually with the normal screen printing process. That would cost way too much. You'd need too many screens and layers, and it would just be time-consuming and not even really possible. Couldn't get the gradients and stuff. But with that printer, it literally just prints it on, which is a trip. It's a trip to see. All right, Corbin Bowman says, I'm a pro skater, and it took me twice as long to learn fingerboard. It's way harder, in my opinion. Yeah, dude. Dude, fingerboarding is hard. Corbin, you're a pro skater. Where do you? Who do you skate for? Um, give it a shout-out in the comments section. Brian Skate Mass. Shout-out to Brian. What up, my homie? He says, Sandwich Park is, it, is sick. 
I totally agree. It is sick. That park flows nice. Those little quarter pipes that curve. The whole middle section's intense. Um, Robert mm, says, have you been to the park downtown Attleboro? I have not, but I was just talking to someone about Attleboro and how there's a park. I think there's two parks in Attleboro, but I'm going to go check them out for sure. I know one park is kind of like a DIY. People started adding on and making cool shit there too. So I'm going to go check them out because I live like maybe five, ten minutes from Attleboro. I'm super close to Attleboro. Attleboro is huge too. I didn't realize. Or at least it just seems huge. Wingman says, you still going to Edge? I went last weekend to meet up with my homie Noah because we've been working on um, a 5 by 5 which is five tricks, five questions. Um, so I did that, but it's been so nice out. It's hard to go to an indoor skate park in the middle of summer, you know, but uh, I still end up there. And I always go like when it gets to, you know, it's a rainy day or like when it gets to winter, I'm there. Like I live there. Like it's my home, you know. But yeah, like right now it's too hot, man. There's too many fun places to skate outside and get lost and film vlogs with the G's and the homies and just being able to be outside and exploring, um, especially because I bought the minivan and go to new places. Like we've been to Brooklyn. We've been uh, all over Connecticut and um, Rhode Island. We've been lurking hard, man. We've been to New Bedford a few times with the Groms and the older dudes. It's been sick, you know. But I'll definitely be at Edge. Edge is my home, dude. I moved to this area because of Edge. I actually used to live in Taunton because of Edge. I was like, if I'm going to be here, I got to be near an indoor park or I'll go so crazy in the winter. And then I bought my first, me and my lady bought our first home from um, Dave and Carol who own Skater's Edge. And then eventually we sold that house, the starter house. And now we bought our house and we live about 20 minutes from Edge now. So we're near out of bar. Um, let me see. Corbin says, my East Coast town still doesn't have a park. Luckily, they are popping up 30 minutes away in every direction. Yeah, dude, that's dope when they're not too far away. 30 minutes isn't bad. If you're going to go for two, three hours, 30 minutes is nothing, you know? Um, Courtney says, I'm in Attleboro. I've been there. Any fun, that park? I'm going to go check out those Attleboro parks. That's on my list to do. Just go hang out there. T-Rad says, it's all street. Facts. T-Rad says, favorite t-shirt is clutch. Seriously, man. That's like all the all-I-need gear, all the apparel for all-I-need. I, I do not skimp on the, the quality. I pay top dollar, so we get the quality t-shirts because nothing's worse than you get a boxy t-shirt, the neck stretches out or it shrinks up too crazy or it's the worst, man. You got to get a good tee. Corbin says he's pro for pain skateboard. Shout out East Coast local skate brand. Shout out Charm City. Shout out Reed Menzer Skate Park. Dude, Charm City's legendary. That's in Baltimore. If we're talking about the same skate park, Charm City. Shout out Reed Menzer. Sick man. Pro for pain skateboards. Shout out. Check it out. Brian Skates Mass says, is there going to be another lock-in this year? I can't go to the one next weekend. Oh, bummer, Brian. I think they're going to do more because the lock-ins always do well because people love being locked in the skate park from 9 p.m. to 9 a.m. It's just so fun. I'm, I might stop in next week, but 
but I'm not working it. It's so brutal to work one of those. I did like three or four of them, and it's just like you're up all night, man. It's it's a marathon. It's so brutal. It's super fun, but bro, dodgeball is probably the highlight at like 3.30 when you're just hitting people in the face with the dodgeball, stumbling around. Everyone's like zombies and shit because you've been skating. You're sweaty. You've been probably drinking some soda or something. You're all spracked out on sugar. Hell yeah, live stream is killing it. The live chat is k- 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 killing it. Um, Let's see. T-Rad Dad. Look good, feel good, do good. So true, man. That's why I, that's why I shaved my head today. Because I was like, everything was growing out and like kind of like the way it looked. But I'm like, I just feel so like, like a homeless person, you know? So before the live stream, I was like, I'm going to shave the head, shave it a head, shave it a face. Look good, feel good, and I do. I feel great. They're great. Tony the Tiger, right? Shetler, Tony Shetler. Um, Brian Skates Mass says Noah's awesome. I skated um with him at Edge on Sunday. Sadly, after you left, uh, word. Yeah, I was hanging out with him in that morning. I tried to get there early. He showed up kind of late because I think he slept in. But uh, so I got like an hour in of skating by myself, which was fun because it's so nice. It was empty. And then I hung out with Noah, which was dope. And he stacked a clip for his five by five, which will be coming soon. I got a couple questions for that as well. Um, let's see. Uh, to the new people tuning into the live stream, you have to leave a comment in the chat, the live chat. That is my only stipulation. If you are here, Robert says any new shoes coming out i do not have a shoe coming out we sold through the shetler shoe that i had for world industries that's all sold out and uh we haven't talked about the next one yet i've been so focused on skateboards and moving skateboards for all i need and for world uh that i haven't really had time to think about another shoe design but it's definitely an option i know that world has some more shoes coming out uh, I think Westgate, if we're talking about new shoes, I'm pretty sure Westgate has a new colorway out. I was just looking at his Instagram, and uh, it looked like he just dropped a new colorway. Let me pull it up real quick. Westgate's such a legend, right? He's a l- 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 legend. Le- l- I've been working on the All I Need Apparel on Instagram because they've been paying me to uh, do reels on All I Need Apparel on uh, Instagram, and that's been super fun. Just trying to figure out how to do reels. Um, if you check that out, let me know what you think. Because I've been like posting a lot of other people's content on All I Need Apparel, and uh, I feel like I've found like a lot of talented creators and promoting them, and it's been helping. Uh, create a little bit of money it's not much money but it's a little bit you know i'm thinking what i'll do is i'll save that money and then take all the creators on a trip somewhere somewhere awesome i think that would be the way to do it because it's not like a lot of money can't do too much with it but like maybe a sick fun trip after a while could be awesome i'm gonna go to westgate's page i wish westgate would do more stuff online but i get it he's just like living his life he's not really into the technology so much Oh, no, I thought these were his... Sh- no, they are his shoes. The 508, he's got a new colorway. Looks dope. It's like all like a, a beige or like an off... It's like an off-white with that orange N on it. 
that's a pretty dope shoe. That's like a new shoe that I saw. I've been rocking uh lately I've been rocking uh the fuck is it? The half cabs, vans. Those have been pretty dope. I got two pairs right now. Chloe was wearing them and she made them look dope because she never wear, really wears baggy pants, but one day she showed up and she just had baggy jeans on with some half cabs. I was like, dude, this kid looks so steezy right now that uh, it inspired me to go out and buy some half cabs and I never had them before. I think they rip, dude. They're pretty good. They don't hurt my feet too much and uh, they just look dope. So I got some black half cabs with the white stitching and then I have some navies, navy uh, half cabs with the white stitching, which is really dope. T-Rad Dad says, Tony the Mass Tiger board graphic would be sick. I could do that. Conrad would be stoked. Conrad's my sales rep, and uh, he likes fun, like cool ideas like that. He'd be super down. Tony the Tiger. It'd have to be a bald tiger. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, what else is new? We got a new go. Uh, we got a new Narragansett beer collab skateboard. They redesigned their fresh catch uh, can, so we did a new graphic with Peter James Glenn. That's up on the All I Need site. Also, we are working on a full-on uh, women's line of apparel for All I Need. My Lady Dash. Maybe some of you guys seen her on my Instagram, but she pole dances and does yoga and meditation and all types of disciplines and uh she's been designing apparel working on some cut and sew stuff and she's curating all that new logo for the women's side of things again if you check out all i need apparel on instagram you'll really start to see what we're we're kind of kind of building and things that are in the works we got a lot of sick ambassadors that are supporting it so we got new apparel in the works about uh, we're about to have a new all I need graphic uh, drop next week. The artist is Andrew Soptich, who I give boards to, uh, give World Industries boards to. But he's a great artist too, and he drew this all I need board. It says all I need, but it's all in skate parts, and it kind of looks like a blueprint. I'm super stoked to drop that one. That one's coming next week. Um, like I just said, we had the Narragansett beer collab deck. It's a lobster trap with a lobster, and he's like reaching out, trying to grab the Gansett, the fresh catch can. That's Peter James Glenart. Killed it. That's new. Let's see. Brian Skates Mass says, The Crusher Like Quint board is my favorite graphic in the world. I really want to get one soon. I just have been buying so much other skate stuff or going to Edge. I get that, man. Yeah, that Crusher Like Quint deck really helped us. That's probably our best-selling deck. It um really helped keep us afloat during the pandemic, man. Having a skate brand during the pandemic, like a little rocky at times, man, you know, because we're not the biggest skateboard company. We've grown the whole time, you know, but like like we had Wood Factory shutting us out and telling us they, they had to work with other accounts because they order more and all this stuff. So we were like dodging and dipping and diving, trying to stay alive live during the uh during the pandemic. Uh, but we did it. We we made it through everything, and we're doing good, man. It's it's amazing. I'm so glad the pandemic's behind us at the moment. I know every time I turn the news on, they try to bring it back, different variants and stuff. But it's like let's focus on skating and positivity and other things, you know. Now that it's kind of in the rearview mirror, 
That'd be amazing. But that Crusher Light Quint deck really helped us out a lot. Super clutch. Helped us survive the whole thing, man. Running a small business was no joke, dude. They are trying to shut us down at every corner. Luckily, the place where the warehouse, place that I have for all I need, was an essential business. It stayed open because uh, we're in a screen print um, and embroidery warehouse. And we also made medical devices, like different little cloths and little things for medical devices. So it kept us open and kept us going, which uh, helped us gain some traction over some of the bigger competitors out there because they had to shut the doors to some of those bigger skateboard factories. They have so many employees and stuff, and we're we're much smaller, so we could stay open and stay flexible. But it's uh, it was those surviving the times for real, my dudes. What else do we got going on? Um, working on some new team riders for all I need. Trying to get Jensen back healthy. Jacob Jensen rides for all I need, and he's been dealing with some concussion stuff because. He's hit his head a few times, and so, but I think he's almost better. Trying to work on getting him aboard eventually. So, just trying to get him out in the streets more, filming, learning how to film a video part. He already knows what he's doing, base guy. Just got to bring him more places. So, once he's back on his board, we're going to be doing that. What else? I just sent some boards to Gavin Nolan. Do you guys know who Gavin Nolan is? He used to ride for Z York. But he's from Massachusetts. He's unbelievable on a skateboard. A tech god, if you will. Super good. And I just hit him up and was like, hey, man, like I don't think you're riding for anyone, and that's insane to me. So I want to send you some all-I-need decks. And he said he was down, so I'm about to, I sent him a box today, which is dope. And just told him, like, once he gets the decks, skate them, let me know what he thinks, and then let's try to hang out, skate together, get him hanging out with the crew. A lot of the dudes, I hit him up uh, in the group chat and i was like what do you guys think of gavin and i just got nothing but positive vibes just like dude's a solid human you know so that's good that that could be something down the road takes a it takes some time to get involved with all i need but like you know i've already got some decks going out to him and half the team already knows him so that's dope i just you got to kind of hang out to get on the all i need team you got to be destroying it you got to have your skating on point obviously but you also got to be able to click and vibe with everyone on the team and everyone's got to kind of be like, yeah, I back this dude. He's a good dude. And they, It's not like we're not one of those companies where we just put people on because they're good. You got to be good, but you also got to be a cool ass human that can kick it with everyone. You know, I think that's just as important as being great on a skateboard. You got to be, you got to do both. You know, uh, Brian skate says, what's your favorite quarter pipe trick? Ooh, that's such a good question. I, I'm going to ramble off a bunch, and then I'll try to narrow it down. Pivot to fakies are iconic and classic because of Donnie Barley. Blunt to fakie because, I don't know, that trick always has been amazing to me. Like, I've always just loved the blunt to fakie. What else? Backsmiths on training feel amazing. Backtails are classic. Good long backtail. What else? Frontside nose grind popping. Nothing like a backside disaster. I think I'm just going with a straight back disaster. Like one where you get a pop on the back D and you fucking go above the coping and you slap it down and pull it in real quick. Might be the best feeling trick when the timing is perfect and you just do it like it made it look effortless. Backside disaster. 
But dude, training tricks on a quarter pipe, so many good ones. Front side nose blunt stalls pop in or slide. Those ones are amazing. I'm trying to think of like something obscure. Mm, I like switch 50-50s, switch 5-0s. Those are really fun on tranny. They're scary. But when you get one, they feel really, really good. If you're in the chat, leave a leave some of your favorite tranny tricks. That's awesome. Can't wait to learn backside disasters. Hopefully someday. Dude, Brian, you got back D all day, my dude. Just practice 50-50s. Once you get 50-50 stalls, which you probably already have, then start doing 5-0 stalls. Maybe try 5-0 to tail. Start to try to like back tail. Then you're getting your body used to the turn. You know what helped me too, I think, is Nolly. Learning how to turn Nolly into a backside disaster and learning how to pop Ollies and like backside Ollies on tranny help because basically you're just turning backside with an Ollie in it. I think you'll get it, man. Backside disasters are one of the best tricks though. Back D to fakie too. Backside disaster and then bring it in. Fakie is really sick. I love that. T-Rad Dad says, pandemic crushed a lot of small businesses. Madness. I know, dude. That pandemic stuff was insane, dude. Just the way people reacted, the way our government reacted, the way average people reacted, just the chaos and the confusion and no one knowing what's no one knows what's up and down. That was something to live through. Like we made it through that shit. I'm trying to think of crazy shit in my life that I made it through. Like the recession was wild. We made it through the recession of 2008, the housing bubble shit. That was crazy as well. Like we also, in my lifetime, we had the wars with Iraq and stuff. That was intense. Like it's so crazy because you go back and you watch history and you're like, wow, this is insane. We're not like this. And then the shit plays out in your lifetime. You're like, no, we are like this. This is fucking history of pizza itself you know literally right now we got a like a ground war going on with russia and ukraine which is insane you know oh dude y2k too robert said i don't think anything really happened on y2k though right wasn't that just all a bunch of hype like it's gonna fuck up the computers on the 2000 am i tripping y2k i feel like i should look that one up the wiki look that one up I've been doing that lately, just going down wiki holes, going to Wikipedia and typing stuff in. Like I typed in 1990s because that's like when I was my formative years. So I was like, I really want to like see what wiki says about the 1990s. And I Wikipedia, I read that at like three in the morning just for hours. I was just like, damn, I remember all this. It was a trip. Um, let's see why 2K. Yeah, it was just like a lot of hype. Like everyone thought the computers weren't going to be able to convert from the 1900s to the 2000s, the Y2K. I remember that. That was strange too, man. The hysteria of it all, you know? It's crazy how much we think we understand and how much we think we got it figured out and know. And then shit like this happens, like pandemics and war and all this stuff. and Or like politicians acting like fucking idiots. And you're like, dude, I know nothing. I am an ignoramus, you know? It's like it's embarrassing, but it's, uh, that's what we're doing. We're living our lives, and we start fresh and a newbie, not knowing shit. And then as life expands, you're pulling yourself out of ignorance, and you're learning more, and you're doing that your whole life until you die. 
you're just pulling yourself out of ignorance, which is so hard because you have to face all the shit you didn't know and all the mistakes you made. It's tough, man. All right, I'm on Wikipedia. What do we say? Y2K? I wonder if it'll just pop up if I type Y2K. It's got to. The year 2000 problem, also known as Y2K problem. The Y2K scare, millennium, millennium bug, Y2K bug, YT, Y2K, Y2K glitch, or the Y2K error refers to potential computer errors related to the formatting and storage of calendar data for dates in and after the year 2000. Many programs represented four-digit years with only the final two digits, making the year 2000 indistinguishable from 1900. Computer systems' inability to distinguish dates correctly had the potential to bring down worldwide infrastructures for industries ranging, ranging from banking to air travel. In the years leading up to the turn of the century, the public gradually became aware of the Y2K scare, and individual companies predicted the global damage caused by the bug would require anything between 400 million and 600 billion to rectify. A lack of clarity regarding the potential dangers of the bug led some to stock up food, water, and arms, purchase backup generators, and withdrew large sums of money in anticipation of computer induced apocalypse. Dude, Y2K was heavy, my dudes. But nothing happened. Nothing happened. It was all bullshit, I guess. Oh, no, I guess I could read more, but it's a lot. It's so much. It does say cost. The total cost of the work done in preparation for Y2K is estimated at over $300 billion. What? What? They spent $300 billion in preparation for Y2K? That's insane. IDC calculated that the U.S. spent an estimated $134 billion preparing for Y2K and another 13 billion fixing problems in 2000 and 2001 worldwide 308 billion was estimated to have been spent on Y2K remediations remediation I'm too dumb to read that word not even going to try wow that's insane man how much money they spend on stuff is insane too like they're just sending like billions of dollars to other countries and stuff and all the stuff like it's in the billions you know and they're just printing the shit it's so crazy man the world is crazy that's why i stay in my lane i try to anyways with just skating focus on skating focus on all i need family friends skateboarding things that are uh, i can control and work at and try to get better at it's always good to do that you know it's hard. It's like the world wants to pull you into all these crazy, complicated stuff that like you feel some type of way about, but you don't really know the answers because everything's so intense. Life is such a trip, dude. Seriously, it isn't a trip. You don't even have to take drugs. To, you just got to like be sober and actually look at the whole picture of life and be like, this is a fucking trip, dude. We're out here on the earth spinning through infinity and space. It's just so much to handle, you know? We survive, my dudes. Brian Skates Mass says, Yo, Anthony, are you into any of the old stereo stuff, like vintage receivers or record players? 
I, I don't have any of it. Pretty much everything I have is to produce this podcast. I have a whole PA system that I have. So when I throw skate events, I have these two massive speakers. I have one of the best PA systems out there, though. No joke. Like every New England AM we do, it's like we threw a contest at Uxbridge and surrounding Uxbridge is like baseball fields, and we literally outbumped them. They like were having their championships, and they came over during our contest and was like, can you turn that down? Cause like you're just taking over and I'm like, yeah, I'll turn it down. But I didn't turn that that much down, you know? Cause I'm like, nah, this contest is going to be sick. Um, but I don't have any vintage stuff, man. <clears throat> I don't have like any records or any, I do have records. Actually. I have the blueprint by Jay Z that I saved. I have beautiful struggle by Talib Kweli. I have on, on vinyl. I don't have any, I don't have a record player. But I did want to get one at one point, apparently, because I was buying records. Uh, my friend used to have one. That was another reason why I had those records, because I could just play them on his, you know? Yeah, it turned down for what, right, Robert? I was blasting that baseball. Those baseball kids can't hang with the skate crew. Just saying, bro. I was on that microphone like, do, 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 do. Next up, young talent dropping in. Backside grind, you know? They could not handle it, dude. My PA system... We'll smoke anyone else's all day. I literally went and was like, hey, give me the dopest shit you can give me because our skate events have to be heavy. And they did. They were not lying. They hooked it up. Super stoked on that. Oh, dude, Brian says, dude, that's sick. Have you ever been to Technical Skate Shop? I have. Shout out to Technical Skate Shop. I want to say it's in Norwell, right? And uh, they got the record store. My homie Bobby works there and runs that place. I've been there. It's been a while. The record store there is sick. Bobby's the man, too. You should check out his wheel company. You probably already know about it. One more. One more try. One more wheel co, I believe it is. Bobby's the man, dude. He buys all I need in world stuff. I'm going to look up his Instagram real quick see if I got it right. One more. I think it's one more try. Um... <laughs> I'm apparently not figuring it out right now, but we're working on it. But Technical's a sick shop. They always churn out some sick skateboarders, too. Like Ethan Wahlberg's from there. He rips. Mike Flashner rips. Um, it's a bunch of dudes I can't think right now. Oh, damn. I have to pick that up. I have to change accounts to try to find this. One more. One more. Why can I not find this? Let's see. I'll go to technical. Technical is a sick skate shop, though. And Bobby's the man. And the record store is so sick. They have so much cool stuff there, man. Let's see. Oh, dude. We did some boards for Oyster Brand, too. And uh, technical has them. Shout out to Oyster Brand. My G's. Yeah, one more. There it is. One more wheel co. He made some beanies. But that's Bobby, dude. Yeah. He said, Brian Skate says, it is in Norwell, and my dad is going to play some vinyl downstairs in the inclusion records. Yeah, I met Ethan. He's sick. He gave me a sticker of him melon grabbing over the rail to huge... 
to the huge drop. Yeah, man, Ethan Rips, dude. Hopefully he's getting boards from someone. I think he was getting boards from Birdhouse at one point. I know I talked to him like maybe five, maybe longer, maybe fucking when I first started all I need. I was like, hey, but he was already getting boards from someone. So he was like, didn't want to like just abandon what he's been working on, you know? So, but he was like a little grom. He's way bigger now. Hopefully someone's hooking Ethan up with boards because that kid rips. And yes, his uncle is Mark Wahlberg, Ethan Wahlberg. I met his dad too. His dad was cool. They got um, Wahlburgers. I believe that's the restaurant that they they run and maintain. Went there. That place is delicious. Kind of reminded me of like sort of like a Shake Shack. If you guys ever had Shake Shack Burger, it's pretty good. Early on with All I Need too, we did a collab with Shake Shack actually. We did these like foam trucker hats. Because my homie was working there as the marketing manager, and he was just, like, super psyched on the idea of all I need. And all I need is Shake Shack. And he was like, yo, let me, let's do something, man. We can just, like, we'll pay for it. Would just be cool to, for a skateboard company to work with a big restaurant like this. And so we did that trucker hat collab. I still have one uh, at the warehouse. I have one of the hats. I saved it. It just said Boston on it because they were opening a location in Boston. But the O is actually, it's still the O, but it's the A. It's that. So it says Boston and Shake Shack hat. It's pretty stoked on that. But we gave them out. They're just free. We just made them just to build the hype, you know, for the new Shake Shack and for all I need. Which was pretty sick. All right, so today's Wednesday, right? I just got an order from Eastern Skate Supply. Um, do you guys know about Eastern? Basically, Eastern Skate, Shop, Skate Supply is one of the biggest distributions on the East Coast. It's down in North Carolina, I believe. And it's a place that they buy all the boards from the brands and the skate shops go there to buy a bunch of different brands. So my sales rep just sent me a big order for all I need in world. So stoked on that because that'll keep me busy. So I got to go in tomorrow and Friday and just start pressing decks. Now, I always love that when there's when we have like a good amount of orders and I got something to work on and I'm just focused. It's crazy the flow state I get when I'm pressing decks, man. I listen to so many podcasts and um, lectures and stuff too while I'm doing that. It really gives me free time to like focus on stuff I'm interested in, like intellectually interested in. Um, what else? It's been new. Been trying to lo- listen to thus spoke there's. Dustra, I believe I got that out right. That was a mouthful. That's a crazy book. I've been listening to that audio. It's intense. I wouldn't recommend it. It's hard. It's hard to listen to. I only understand only so much. Um, I started reading a new book recently. It was my lady got it from the library. It is Why Does Bad Things Happen to Good People? It's a pretty good book. I read like almost all of it last night. I just started and I read like more than half the book last night. But basically it's just a rabbi who um, found out that his kid was going to die young because the kid had a disease that made him like age backwards. So he was basically just came out looking like an old man and he only had like a life expectancy to like 14 or something. So this rabbi was just trying to deal with the fact that he had a son that wasn't going to live long and that 
if the kid is the son is innocent, you know, and it's like, why do innocent people bad things happen to innocent people? So this rabbi's just talking about his take on it. And I think basically his gist is like that life is full of like chaos, you know, there's good and bad, there's order and chaos. And he's like, you know, he's a rabbi, so he believes in God, but he's the whole thing he's saying is like God can only control so much, you know, there's a whole the whole um chaos out there that God doesn't control and that that's the random element of life. That's what he's saying in the book is like random shit happens because, you know, there's the the uncontrollables out there and even God can't do it. So he's just, just basically in the book, he's just basically saying like, you know, bad things randomly happen, but where God helps is he helps when bad things happen. He helps give you strength or helps the people around you have strength or helps you try to move forward with it. You know, like you can't stop bad things from happening, but so I don't know. It's just kind of thought provoking. I don't really know how I feel about the whole thing. Like, my whole life, I've never really been like um, someone who's religious or like I've always believed in God, but like I never like defined it, you know, because it's a heavy topic, you know. But it's cool to read about it. I've been reading like all types of books. It's been really cool to expand. It's crazy when you read a book. Oh, hold on. Robert says, peace out, aunt. Got to get some dinner. Enjoy the pod. Enjoyed the podcast. Catch you tomorrow. Hell yeah, Robert. Thanks, homie. Thanks for liking the podcast, liking the YouTube channel, hitting that thumbs up, sharing the stream. Thanks for being in the live chat to everybody out there. You're a G for that. Thanks for your comments, your questions, your positivity. Shit means a lot to me, for real. Like the connections I make through Instagram and Facebook and YouTube, it uh it really helps me, helps me realize that uh we're all in this thing together. So I appreciate all the feedback. I appreciate all the engagement. And I hope I bring as much value as you guys have in my life, you know? So thank you. Um, yeah, it's crazy when you read a book and it's just a little bit beyond what you know and understand. It's really heavy to do that because like, like you have to kind of force your way through these books or these audio tapes. And like I listen to things so many times though. If I don't understand, I'll just keep listening to it till like, it makes sense, you know? It takes a long time to like, go through some stuff, especially if it's really heavy topics and subjects. So you got to like, you only pick up so much. And then the next time you listen, you pick up a little more. And next time you pick it up more, like some of my favorite literatures and books is like, I've listened to it 20 times and I'm still like picking pieces apart and hearing new stuff. It's kind of like music too. Like when music has multiple layers, it's the best when you find a musician or a band like that that has so many layers to it that the more you listen to it, the more you find more details and hear more stuff. It's like the sickest. That's what I'm always looking for in music and in books, you know? Oh, dude, Adam Burnside in the building, my G. We got a podcast soon, Adam. I kind of been thinking about you, man. I still got your water bottle that you left when you came to the warehouse last, but let me see. Adam says, yo, keep doing these streaming vids. It's amazing to hear your thoughts. You have so much to say and deep inspiration. You are a legend on so many levels, dude. Thank you so much. And right back at you, man. That's why I got to have you back on. Cause you got stories for days, my G. And we always have a great conversation when we talk and hang out. And, uh, the podcast we did together, if you guys didn't hear it, just look in, look up all I need skate Adam Burnside. He's a legend as well. A lot of stories out there. He's got a lot of funny stuff going on. 
a lot of funny stories going on. People would hit me up after that podcast, just telling me all types of awesome stuff. It's so cool, man. And yo, thanks for those words for real, man. Yeah, it's crazy because I'm alone a lot. I'm it's crazy. I'm so hot and cold. I'm either isolated and by myself and like listening to something or reading a book or like working intensely, like by myself with my thoughts, thinking a lot, or I'm literally the opposite of that. I'm like running an event. I'm with a van full of people. And I'm just like, so it's like hot and cold with me. I'm like either by myself or with tons of people, you know. But I have a lot of reflection. I, I think about stuff a lot. And uh, it's it's nice to do these live streams um, to have the chat because it brings out stuff that I wouldn't normally come up, you know. But I'm stoked that you said that, Adam, because it's sparking me up. I finally just figured out how to do the live stream on um, – YouTube where I could hook my HD camera up because before I tried, I don't think the YouTube had the technology to actually do a webcam and hook my uh, mics, my mics up and stuff. So I didn't really want to do it because quality wasn't going to be as good as if I just recorded it without being live on YouTube. But I was the other day, but like two days ago, so I was like, I should just check into it and see. And then I came home today and I was like, you know what? You can fucking do this. You can and I did. I rigged it up and got the HD camera, got my mics working. It took a little bit. It was not an easy process, but uh, I got it figured out. So I'll definitely do more of these. I'm, I want to really put out a podcast a week, one a week. But sometimes it's not possible with all the heaviness in life and crazy shit happening. But I could do better. So I'm definitely going to try to do better. Have one a week would be sick. Adam says, just let me know. I'm down to tell my life stories. Thank you for your words. Hell yeah, Adam. Uh, yeah, dude, we'll definitely have you back on. Maybe in a week or two. Figure I'll figure out a date, and you definitely come back, hang out again, grab your water bottle that I still have, and uh, we'll fucking peel that onion that is your life. Because I know there's a lot of layers, and last time you told so many good stories. Okay, I still get feedback about your episode. So, Brian Skate says, the all I need skate trips to skate parks. I always love watching the vids. Dude, thanks, Brian. Those are hours of our lives, just so much fun. And I leave those like trips just exhausted and so tired, but I stack so many clips and then I spend hours to edit those videos. And I'm always like nervous when I put those videos out there because, like, whether it's the song I pick or how I edited it or showed like how I portrayed what was going on, I'm always just like, I don't know. But the positive feedback helps me and keeps me going. So thank you, Brian. It's crazy, like, doing podcasts and editing videos. It's insane how much you put yourself into those things, you know? You put, like, your feelings and efforts, or at least not everyone, but I guess some people do. I, I put my all into those things. Like, I watch those videos on the YouTube channel. I go back and I watch them, and literally sometimes I'm in tears because I'm just like, damn, my life is good. Damn, I know so many rad people. Damn, this is, like... It's hard to be ungrateful when I go back and watch the videos because I'm just like, we have a good life, man. Despite all the craziness and all the bumps and the tragedy that is part of life that's baked in the life, you know, like ever, life just has that tragic element to it. But if you can work hard and stay focused and inspired, all the other times in your life in between tragedy, like losing a loved one, someone getting sick or losing a pet or whatever, things that just are out of your control. There's so many days in between all those those things that happen that you can fill with all this epic stuff. You can do epic things with awesome people and you can keep creating. And like, um, 
when I watch the YouTube videos, that's how I feel. I'm like, dude, there's more good days than bad days. Like the bad days happen, but all these good days just keep me going. They keep me inspired. They keep me, they keep the level of stoke and hype going, you know? So, uh, I appreciate the feedback on the videos. Um, yeah, I think this is it. I think I'm wrapping up the, the all I need podcast live stream. Uh, I hope this is, uh, went pretty smooth for everyone. It went good for me. This helped me to be honest. I needed to hang out and talk to some people. So I appreciate it. And, uh, we'll definitely do this again. What is it? Wednesday? Maybe I'll try to figure out a schedule where I could do this once a week and I'll pick a day. Wednesday is pretty good because it's like hump day, you know, middle of the week. Everyone's been working and stuff. So Brian says podcast was awesome. Have a great rest of the day. Thank you. I think I'm going to go cook dinner and walk Elwood and Emma, my dogs. And uh, thanks again for tuning in. Thanks for supporting all I need. Just skateboarding friends and family. Majis. Till next time. Choo, 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 choo. Keep killing it. Life is good, my dudes.